Greetings, my name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree, with me, your host, James Major Burns. So people, I am back, and today's guest is Miss Jessica George. Say hello, Jessica. Hi. So I am very happy to have you on the podcast, and this is a safe space, an outlet for myself and others to share what's behind the mind of the creative Yes. Versus what people think and see. Because what you see ain't always the truth. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Amen. We mm-hmm. also are here to learn, laugh, love, and share together. And that was one of the first times I remembered that mission statement without having to look at a paper on my phone in a while. Good for you. But I'm doing better. Look at that growth. That is so, that's so impressive. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So I'm excited to have you on. You asked me, you're like, what would I talk about? I'm like, all the things going on I in life. I was like, I literally was like, if you run out of people. I'm I know. You, people kill me when they do stuff like that. <laughs> like, I'll go last. If you don't have anyone else to talk to, I mean, if there's like absolutely no one else that wants to, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I can do it. I don't know what I talk <laughs> about, but I can do it. Literally, everybody in Shrek was like, I don't have anything to talk about. Besides your whole career working right now, having a daytime job, going to school, or just having a favorite TV show. There's so many things to talk about and have a conversation. You know how many stupid stuff, stupid things I watch on TV or YouTube? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I watched for four minutes yesterday a mom cat with five kittens who were just running (laughs) around and then take a nap. What what was that? It It was on YouTube. It was like mother cat deals with five um, high energy kittens. That's cute, though. You know, sometimes you just got to watch a little animal video. I and, do. And, and there was chill. another video of a mom that um, had kittens that were rescued. And when she got to this room, she um, inspected the whole room. She walked. She was Aww. on top of stuff underneath couches. I thought it was so cool. I like how they um, watch an yeah. antim- animals. Animals <laughs> interact with things because they don't use the same thinking process that we do. Yeah, animals are fascinating. They're so they're such a big part of my life too because I'm constantly pet sitting, grew up yes. horseback riding and yes. I am just met Matt White's dog in there. So. <laughs> I just met Winston Winston White. I met the Winston White and Winston he is White. <laughs> so precious. So yeah, I know. I agree. They're fascinating. I would love which I don't see often besides when people integrate pets in their homes. <laughs> I would love to see like across the world, like just two different species of animals that had like a truce or something, or they just helped each other. It's like, oh, you know, you see the uh, the the crocodile and the um, whatever else, the jaguar have decided that they're going to lure um, buffalo towards this part and the ones yeah. that they don't get or something. It would just be interesting to see them communicate and or you know, yeah. they, I know they don't think like that, but. You never know. I don't know though. how they communicate with each other because, you know, yeah. I don't speak Spanish and I'm sure somebody who speaks a different language, like say somebody speaks Russian. Yeah. It's like <laughs> somebody <laughs> speaks Russian and they don't speak Spanish either. We'll both be looking at them like, what? So yeah. I wonder how it is for like animals when they're like just making types. their noises and they're just like, I, or when they're like standing <laughs> their ground. They don't understand each other either. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's not like, like one like language that they all speak. They all are speaking these other things, so they're just always scared or always right. just ready. Could you imagine being in a room <laughs> and there's 100 different languages 
that one person speaks each one. That would be amazing. It, I would actually. It would be crazy. That would be so fascinating. I, I would be like, that. food. I'm hunk stomach. <laughs> it's like uh, the nonverbals. Right. You know, that's the fascinating thing. It's like we all can communicate with each other with like. It would be basic one hell things. of a charades game. Oh my God. Yeah. I would be like, food, dying. <laughs> That'd thirst. Be the funniest thing ever. I can't go on anymore. <laughs> like, fall to the ground, need food. <laughs> so, let's talk about Dream Girls. Yes. Did you know that there was a place for you in Dream Girls? Well, um,. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know who he had already casted. I reached out to him and was just like, I'm so, like, this is awesome. Like, I can't believe you guys are doing this. I'm so excited. And if you need me, I'm here. Like, I was willing to do, like, I didn't care. Like, you guys, you're right. in it. He's in it. Josh is home. I'm like, it's a cat's reunion. <laughs> right, I know, right? Like, I'll do it. Jacinda. So, um, but he was like, do you just want to be one of the sweethearts? And I'll, you know, put you in the ensemble. And I was like, yeah, like, literally, I'll do anything like that. So that's kind of how it, it, I got into it. And I was going to do it anyway for, you know. I'm glad you did. I know that, oh, um, often, or I've heard several white people, they're like, I wish I could audition. And I would tell them, you can. <laughs> you can. But there's not a place for me. Well, if you did your research, you'd see there's, <laughs> it's. It's the 1960s. White people existed. <laughs> white people, hello, existed. I mean, and, I mean, it, it was your industry. Hey, like, don't act like you don't know the story. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we are trying Mine. to get into your industry, oh and you think there's a show that yes, there's black shows, but there's always white people. There's That's a, the other way around when it's none of us. Exactly. But um, you're right about that. There's always different parts, even if it's just like mm. one part. Yeah. But there's an ensemble. There's yeah. even one guy, Marcel, who's in the ensemble now. He wanted to be in the show, but he's like, I don't dance or that's a lot. You know, he doesn't, he likes to sing, but he doesn't like to be in the front. He mm -hmm. wants to be in the back. Right. But he was telling me, he's like, I didn't even think about ensemble. I didn't realize like there were other parts. Yeah. That's why you ask question, kids. <laughs> you need to ask questions. There is, and if, like, you don't just assume. There's so much to do in a there's show. A, there's a whole internet and YouTube out there where you can go and see. Yeah. You can look something up completely before you yeah. ask a question <laughs> and answer your own question. So yeah. for all those people out there, all those white kids and people who don't want to be in the front, realize that the ensemble is a home for you in Dreamgirls. Yes. <laughs> we need as many people yes. as possible in an ensemble. I was talking to Johnny yesterday and Jimmy about... I wonder what we can do to get new people to start auditioning for a community theater. Mm -hmm. People often tell me, I didn't even know like this was happening here. I wish I, I always wanted to do something like that. And I'm like, what do you mean you didn't yeah, know? How did you it's not a know? whole theater on Glenwood. <laughs> how do you ride down the street and not see it? But the yeah. way the playhouse sits, it's off of Glenwood. And then yeah. in the back, like behind all the trees. Yeah, it's like, Great. it's like a secret little place that we go to. And we can't move it now. No one wants to knock down like the trees and the homes yeah, the, <laughs> for people, people to be like, able to homes. like see us when they ride by. And like, I, th I don't know. That's a good question though. Um, we need lights, gates. We need, yeah, we need security. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we need an entire like, um, you know, I mean, they ha they do marketing, of course, here, and they do a good job of it, too. Like, you see it, but you only see it if it's what you're interested in. Right. The first, but like you said, if you want to get involved in something, you just have to start researching. People, like, Google. The Playhouse is going like, to have to do a promo the way we did our Dream Girls promo for every show now. He did now. a good job with our Dream Girls promo. They're going to have to keep it up. Yeah. That promo was beautiful. 
he invested, Travail, I'm so proud of Travail. He invested so much time mm -hmm. and you could tell how passionate he is about this. And that's exactly why I knew I wanted to be in it. Mm -hmm. Driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know, or were you like a huge fan of like Dreamgirls the Musical or the movie before? Yeah, well, I had seen the movie mainly because I am a huge Beyonce fan. Oh, so it was <laughs> inevitable <laughs> that I was going to see that, that movie. Right. But I saw it very late, like in the game. I think I... My mom got it for me for Christmas, like when I was like 10, because I literally like loved her since I was like 10 or 11 or 12. So she got me like her albums and stuff. I saw her on tour last summer with Jay Z. Ooh, ooh. It was awesome. <laughs> and then finally, I watched Dream Girls after owning it for all these years, like almost forgetting that I had it. What? <laughs> you know, I finally watched it. It was like um, earlier this year, and yeah. So I was, but I knew what the story was about. Um, I, you could probably correct me on this if I'm wrong. It's similar to Diana in the soup. Supremes? It's loosely, loosely based, based off of Diana and the Supremes with the um, woman in the Supremes having the big, bigger, yeah. what they would call better singing voice and Diana being the sleeker, mm -hmm. um, yeah. um, softer voice for television. Yeah, it's So Diana did, was not a fan of it when it came out. Really? She I didn't was know not that. a fan of it because she felt like that wasn't what happened. Wow. And whether it happened or not, if it did happen, of course, nobody's going to want to tell that truth. She's going to be like, oh, no, I worked hard for everything I had. Right. But at the time, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Okay, Diana, they weren't letting women just do whatever they wanted. Sometimes you had to play oh, with yeah. these men's emotions. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and get what you want. Like, they try to get what they want. It was just a game, baby. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. I, but, um, I saw her in concert, too, just side note, just recently. I love Diana Ross. That's I, one person I woke up. What did you see her? Um, She was at the Rock, oh, I forget, Northfield Casino in Ohio. Wow. My mom grew up. My mom's, like, the music she listened to influenced me a ton. And she listened to, like, a lot of Barbra Streisand and a lot of Diana Ross. Queens. So, yeah, Queens. So I grew up, like, listening to some of these amazing ladies. And I, it was my mom's, oh, my God, she's going to kill me. I think it was her 60th birthday. I forget how Ooh, old she is to her. I'm sorry, Ava Mom. I'm sorry, Mama. But, um. A lovely 60, by the way. Yes, she's beautiful. And I decided to surprise her with tickets. So, a little side note. That there. is I so her. nice. Amazing. I will tell you, Diana is one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah. Well, she performed at the Grammys this year. It was her yes. birthday. She was so lovely. The love that filled the room in like my living yes. room when she came on stage is something I don't feel with seeing much artists today. I just don't. Exactly. I'm not saying they don't have it, right. but for me personally, I don't like get that feeling. Me too. Like when she, everyone was just happy. They all stood up. Yeah, they were just, just happy. a lot of love. She was like. <laughs> It was the cutest thing. She was like, it's my birthday. She's she was just, just so precious. happy to be there. Yeah. And I love her. I love her. And how You're they call right. her a diva. I love her. Or like, her. Ain't no a... mountain how enough. Yeah. If you need me. Oh my God, yes. Just call me, baby. <laughs> she is so relaxed. She is she so unbothered. Is. I love Queen Diana. She that is, is my literally girl. Queen Diana. And what you just said too, it's like she is she is an excellent example of like a diva. She embodies hard work. That was the thing. That's Diana was, I think, or I would guess Diana was probably offended at the way Dream Girls, per, um, what is, what word am I looking at? Uh, portrayed her 
as somebody who, as a woman basically, who used her womanly ways to get where she wanted. And I'm mm -hmm. sure Diana worked really hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Being and a being black woman? A woman that, yeah. And being a woman, a black she woman, did. she probably didn't want that type of image, I'm sure. Because yeah. I'm sure she worked really hard. Mm -hmm. Even with her being in the group and singing behind Florence, she right. still was working really, yeah. really hard. And even when they do the scene in um, Curtis, I was going to say Jimmy, uh, when Curtis tells Dina that she's going to sing Lee, she was like, nah, you know what? Effie sings better than me. Um, you should let Effie mm -hmm. sing Lee. To me, that was a great representation of like somebody who cared enough about their friend right. to let her have her dream come true and sacrifice her own dream. Mm -hmm. Because Dina wanted to sing Lee. Yeah. Dina knew she could sing Lee. Dina was amazing. Dina was as amazing she as she was when she got to singing Lee before she got there. Yeah. She just knew Effie wanted it more than her. Isn't Effie wanted funny? it more than her. It meant more to Effie. It was gonna do more for Effie for her to be the lead. Wow. But Dina wanted it just as bad but because Effie was her friend and she saw how it affected her, mm -hmm. she was willing to sacrifice it all. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she was like, I'm just listening to Curtis. I told y'all I didn't want to do this, but y'all wanted to do this. Now I'm here and I'm not leaving, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, I also am a huge fan of the queen, the reigning, the reigning supreme. The current. <laughs> the reigning supreme. <laughs> and, like, she has encouraged me to be James Major Burns and just, like, be a true performer and just work harder. Every time I see Beyonce, I just think I work, 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 work. I just see her from Destiny's mm -hmm. Child into the person she is now. And Dreamgirls, I tell the story all the time. Mm -hmm. I was Butter. late to school in basketball practice oh, yeah. because I had to watch a bootleg copy that was three seconds of a delay, <laughs> but I still watched it. And I fell in love with the artist in the movie again, mm -hmm. Beyonce, Eddie Murphy, Jennifer oh, Hudson, Eddie who was the voice of our generation, in my opinion. But um, yeah. <laughs> I just, the music was just great. I just saw all of these beautiful mm -hmm. black stars singing and mm -hmm. dancing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And it was like the first time I had experienced that type of feeling since I saw The Wiz. Yeah, okay. Wow. When I saw The Wiz, have you seen The Wiz? Have you I seen have The Wiz? I have not. Wiz was, <laughs> hat falls off. Wiz was right before Cats, right? Yes. Did you see The Wiz, the movie? Though? No. Oh. I will. <laughs> now that I just told this, now, I will. Look at the people who were in Dreamgirls. Beyonce, yeah. Jennifer Hudson, superstars. J Jamie Foxx, yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy, superstars. Anika Noni Rose, um, theater star. So you had Diana Ross and Michael Jackson. Well, you could, you could stop there, but you had Nipsey. Um, <laughs> Russell, I almost said Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> Nipsey <laughs> Russell. Uh, Richard Pryor was in there. Richard the, Pryor. I he's a legendary know that name, com comedian. but She's I a baby, y'all. She's a baby. I am. <laughs> legendary black comedian. And there were, <clears throat> excuse me, tons more of people in the movie, but... Diana and Michael, who are the face of Motown, which Motown mm -hmm. wasn't just uh, a record label. It was a genre of music, mm -hmm. and it was a lifestyle. It, it was it just, was, yeah. I couldn't imagine being alive during the Motown era. As bad as like the world was, music is right. the thing that brings people together. It's what, yeah, it, it makes it you feel. So to, I, I got a chance to audition at um, Hitsville, USA, um, the house in Detroit. And mm -hmm. I was just so, I was young, starstruck. Barry Gordy was there. 
I fangirled out for Barry Gordy. I screamed. Wow. And I had seen that house <laughs> in so many movies, um, especially, you know, The Temptations. Oh, mother oh my God. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe that I was in there. But it's such a feeling um, being in that moment. I was just like enthralled in it all. So, wow, yeah. That's amazing. How does it feel getting to do a show where you get to sing and dance? Because I know. It's not that often you get to do yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, I'm doing a little bit of dancing in this show, um, but I honestly have no, I don't think I've ever done, well, Mary Poppins, I it was a show I did right after Cats. That was fun. That was so fun. It was just like, it was like one of my first times actually dancing, because I didn't get into like the stage part of Cats, because I could not dance. I was singing backstage. <laughs> she said, because I could not dance. <laughs> I could not, like I tried. Cats could not. was hard. It, I mean, yeah, you had to be really good to be in I mean, to be like on stage. You had to be like... Either a great performer or like a trained dancer and like flexible. Most there. of the girls were trained dancers. They were amazing. So yeah. on top of that, not only did you have to be a decent dancer, because most of the girls who came were trained, yeah. you you had to be as good or or trained. Yeah. There were like yeah. two. There were like three boys that were trained. So the rest had to be like people who Excellent could dance, who performers could performers and like right. sell it. You know, like you but can't the girls, do it, you, you couldn't it. get past the dance because <laughs> seven of them were trained. So I was like, up. Oh. Right. I heard you talk about this with Josh too in this podcast. Right. That, that, I was like, yes. If we hadn't, I haven't thought about that in so long, but I was like, you're right. The, most of the girls had training. Yeah. Well, and that I, was a I great did experience. not. So I, but so I was backstage. She and said I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do now. I have taken some ballet um, in jazz, but I still don't think I would be ready for cats. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I sang backstage, and that's where I met Jacinda. And yes. we became good friends back there. And then, yeah, so after that, I did Mary Poppins. And that was like my actual first time, like, Having first of all a character name, and then also like <laughs> having like it feels good. It, yeah, it was fun. It was small, like small role, but it was like just fun to like meet everyone and be on there and actually like um, learn how to like use myself and perform. You know, that was the first time like actually seeing an audience and like getting the experience is what it's all about. It's just experience. It, it's been an amazing, amazing to see the growth since then because. Um, I this is actually my first show back here at the Playhouse since Mary Poppins, which is crazy. I don't know how that happened. I, I don't know where I've been. I don't I mean, know what I've been busy <laughs> with school, yeah. work. School, work. And I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff with film, too. Like, yes. that's my favorite thing in the whole world is film and TV, more so than theater, although I do love theater. So it's sometimes a big toss-up, like, do I want to move it's to New performing. York? Do I want to move to L.A.? Yeah, it's, and it's all the same. It's, it's performing. It's just the medium's different. And One it, does get you prepared for the other. It does. Oh my gosh. Like if you can't get, you know, I have an agency and, and I'm with an agency and if I don't get a commercial I'm going for, if I don't get a short film, there's always community theater. That's always going to be there. And it's always a way to get experience and you need and, that. And practice to and me is a, it's a chance for me to work on everything that I want to work on right. on stage with a, um, audience and with people around me to help me work back and forth with some of the things I want to improve on. And then right. the thing about theater that gets you ready for, film is mm -hmm. you get one take yes it got to be great absolutely you get one take you just know there's no do-overs improvising becomes a thing yes <laughs> if you didn't know about improvising it becomes L a thing let on me stage. tell you Ooh, listen <laughs> i did the color museum 2015 yeah, yeah that was right after two nights in a row I blanked out for like 20 seconds. Wow. Thankfully, my character was the type of character that if I made a funny face, people laughed. <laughs> I just, I was so scared. I was like, wait. It's, it, it, yeah. And then like you learn like to let go of everything that you've, that you've learned, just use what you are. 
and and use that in the scene because ultimately when you're playing a character it's part of you, partly you <laughs> there's sometimes where I um, even in this show and then in Shrek there will be times right before I'm supposed to talk I'm like wait what what am, what, what am I supposed to I do okay, that here it is, so here it is. like what oh don't let me go there were so many times before I was about to sing I'm like oh. what if I forget the words I'm like why am anxiety. I thinking like this why, am I, why would I think like this it's like, and there's also times where I can't oh even believe I remember all of these like once yeah. I learned all of them I'm like how you're like how, how does those brains work these words and these songs humans like are this? crazy how do we remember like okay so I just got done doing the Ohio Shakespeare Festival for the first time which is my first professional production too which was Ooh, really cool how was that? it was so different than anything I've done like it, at an indoor theater I've never done any anything outside and I wasn't like you know I didn't wasn't like a lead or anything because they have the really amazing equity actors that come in for this and and the fact that they memorized so much was amazing like the woman it was actually um the woman like woman's season like they actually had made the duke a duchess and they called her the duke oh, still, really? played by holly fumes an incredible um cleveland actor and she had so much dialogue to the point where she was, you know, she was stressed trying to remember all this, but it's amazing what we can retain. Because when you put yourself in there and you remember the emotional flow of it, you know, sometimes the words just <laughs> come to you and, or you end up improvising. But Seriously. yeah, it was really cool to watch. I learned so much just watching them. And I got to pull out my old violin and play some violin. And it was, uh, it was great. I loved it. So you briefly spoke about being... Um, what will your love for animals and horses and your, how, how, how would you call it you, or what would you call it, an equestrian? Yes. Equestrian? Yes, equestrian. <laughs> so I've only ever seen it on TV. Okay. How is that? Tell me about it. Are, so it's not the game where you have the sticks and you. That's polo, but that oh, is okay. with horses. So you're right. right. Yeah. You do the jumping, jumping. over. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. <laughs> so yeah, it's hunter jumper. Um, so that's kind of what we call it. So there's like hunters, which is a little bit more about grace and you want to get the horse moving, you know, fluidly. And it's about your position. It's very much like ballet, exactly like if horses had a, a ballet, this would be it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I can explain it. Because horse ballet. Horse ballet people, or if you've ever seen the, where the horses are like prancing, the little feet are coming up off the ground. It's called dressage. It's a French word meaning training. It's like the core. It's, it is like actually the ballet of horses, but, um, um, but anyway, so yeah, I do. I did jumping, and and I started when I was. That was what I wanted to do when I was little. Um, How long have you been doing it? I have been doing it now for about thirteen years. Wow. Since I was about nine, so I can't do the math right. Twelve or thirteen, fourteen, maybe. We don't now. have to do math on this show. <laughs> this is not. We're not math people. Um, and I, I begged my parents. I had no interest in doing stage work at that time. I was shy as can be. I was like they. They heard me sing when I was little, and they were like wanted me to do it so bad because I sang like a little solo. And um, funny story, real quick side note: I was about eight, seven or eight. I was in first grade. Um, I was in music class, and I don't know why my hand went up when it when it came time to try for a solo. But I thought I was just doing it in front of the class for fun. I was like, you know what? I'll sing it. It was my country tis of thee. I ended up, next thing you know, it was like two days before this little mini concert. My teacher's like, okay, Jessica, let's practice your solo. I had a solo in this thing. Didn't tell my parents. They come and they see their little girl up there singing a little solo. And I still have that on video. And that was like the most terrifying thing. But I remember still to this day how invigorating that feeling was. And I feared it for many years after that until I was about 18 and did the Phantom of the Opera at Borman High School. 
So sorry, I'm segueing out of question. But for all those years, speak um, your truth. Speak your truth. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Um, for all those years, um, horses was my entire life, and I had you know plans to move to Virginia or to Kentucky and to compete professionally, and, and I wanted to be in the Olympics, which was huge, huge. Uh, thing of mine, which would be really hard. So I, I had dreams of being, <laughs> no, I ran track in high school only for three years, but oh my God. I wanted to go to the Olympics because I have been such a fan of watching them, which I'm stoked for the wow. 2020 Olympics. Yeah. It's something I used to watch with my mom growing up all the time. So I had a love for athletics and track and field, yeah. but I did not have the discipline right. for it. Okay. So that was the thing it, that kept me from doing it. Yeah, and, and that's the funny thing, too, is you learn about discipline when you go through stuff that you really love and you want to do. You learn that you need discipline. And I had a trainer who was, she's an amazing woman, and she, she taught me so many life lessons at that time, including about being humble, about, you know, staying in shape, because it's not like you could just get on those horses and, like, sit there. You know, sit there. You have to be in shape. No matter what body size you are, it doesn't matter. As long as you are healthy and in shape, and doing the best you can, you'll you'll become a better rider. So she taught me that, so many things. And honestly, I credit her in my entire equestrian career because I competed like locally, regionally, and you know had plans for even more. I credit that to like my. You were a champion. <laughs> I've a champion. had some champion moments, and um, I've had a, you know have a couple trophies at home and stuff like that. Several. Who's counting? Uh, you know. <laughs> Throw away a bunch of ribbons because I <laughs> couldn't, couldn't hold them all. Right, you know, right. I'm getting older now. I have to clear my space for more things. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. But um, so horses really taught me a lot about work ethic, which has absolutely played its hand in Especially my now career with acting. A, anything that big, but something that's alive. You weren't afraid being younger? And no. I never had a fear for it. I mean, the first time I felt fear, though, was when I would fall off. Because I've had surgery. I've had concussions. <laughs> that's a thing yeah, that happens. Um, how are how much I know they're animals, so, but you know you have a dog, a cat at home, maybe even a bunny rabbit. But a <laughs> horse, to me, I know they're like I said, I know they're animals, but I would be nervous on how to connect with a horse because I can defend myself against a dog, maybe, but a horse. Maybe. I'm like, you know, all I got to do is stand up or just rock this way and, or neigh that way, and <laughs> it's all over for you. I just don't even want to be you around know, it. I'm like, hey, from a distance. It's, it's a cool thing to conquer once you realize that they have the ability to respect us as their teammate, you know, and as their, someone who's going to care for them. And once you get that I'm bond. I'm glad you said teammate. Teammate, yeah. Because team effort. Yeah, it is. And that's how you have to look at a horse because yeah, people could have them as a pet, but then that be, there is danger in that because if you look at them as a pet and they, they start taking advantage of you, you could get hurt, you know? So as an equestrian who was a rider and a competitor, they were absolutely like my teammates. And um, I rode many horses over the years and and it's it's an incredible feeling. Like there's nothing like it when you get on a horse and you know what you're doing at that point, and you you have an understanding with them, a mutual understanding. Just like you said in the beginning of this is um, communication. How do you communicate? There is a way, and that's so cool to like learn. You know, have that feeling where they are going to listen to you and they're going to respect you, and you're going to respect them, and you get things done. You look great, and you win. It's really cool. That is you know? so nice, and I'm glad I learned a little bit more about it today because. 
I've watched it on television, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day when I had regular basic cable and it came on 33 and 32, whatever those channels were. <laughs> I actually remember that too. So yeah. do you still ride? Are you still yeah. um, entering competitions? Yeah. So last year was the last time I did a competition. It was actually my first rated show. So rated meaning it was like nationally recognized, but they have those all over the country. So it's not like it was like one big national show. Um, so that was cool because um, I, the farm where I grew up at, sadly kind of ended the woman retired and that's always going to be the fondest memories of my childhood are going to be at that farm getting up at five in the morning for a show three in the morning mucking all these stalls like incredibly hard work that I'm so happy I learned because it's it's helped me like you know I there's a lot of kids now that don't get how how hard how, how hard you have to work for things and I think it really taught me that so now I ride at a farm it's a little bit of a ways away it's in Pennsylvania and um, there's some awesome horses there. And my whole goal with horseback riding, because I am focusing more on acting and, and singing, is just to keep my skills up and just to keep you know, learning one new thing at a time. And if I ever get the chance, I'll compete again more you know, at a bigger level maybe. But yeah, so I still ride. It's just ha it's been a while since I've competed. And you just do it for the love. Cause just pure love. love it's it. a whole it other world happy. out there. Mm -hmm. I go to the farm to get away from any, any kind of stress, including theater, including acting. Because it's a business and it's a you lot of work. You play like your dramatic theater music when you walk <laughs> up. I can almost see it. Because I you know do that what? when I've I'm going that. places. Oh, yeah. I've done that. I will be on the horse. I mean, it makes me cry when I'm like on the back of a horse and I'm just happy. <laughs> and I'm just happy. I'm playing my music. I'm sorry. I, I can so see you right now. What a beautiful sunset. <laughs> It's true. It's like that's how it is. That's how it feels, though. And you're like, because for me, it's it's not. It's no longer my life. This is now yeah. my life. And to have something that you can go to that is like just you could be like just a different person almost. You know. Do it's you great. put that in your resume when you? Oh yeah, people I love know, to talk about that. <laughs> I would. They make movies about things all the time where it's going to come in handy to have horse that's riding experience. That's my absolute dream, is to be in a horse film, uh, be a rider and need no horse stunt riding double. Horse experience right here. Yeah, me. I will ride bareback, I will jump, you know, not need to hire a stunt double. Hold on now, hold on bareback now, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, no and I, can, I can also assist if anyone needs tips, yeah, but seriously, all I would those love that. tricks. Like when it says special skills, I'm like, I can't whistle. Oh. I can't do the worm. My sister, when she was little, she used to try and scream. She thought she was whistling. She was like, <laughs> like, like Mandy. I'm always like, I'm like, I can hula hoop. That's cool. I can double dutch. You never know. Oh, like Kiki Palmer and Corbin like Blue and jump in and Disney. I, I can Disney double dutch. Movie. I can roller skate. I can roller blade. That's nice. Yeah. I can't stop on the roller skates. <laughs> But, but if you I need me go. to go by in a scene, I keep, I keep right. rolling on. I'm not a specialist. <laughs> right. But you know how sometimes you got to make the resume sound good. It, yeah, that's it, the thing. Make yeah. it look good. I just had mine redone. But so yeah. anyway, <laughs> Dream Girls is opening in, oh, what's today's date? In two weeks, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, September 8th, 9th. 8th. So how do you feel about opening? I'm excited. I'm so excited. I mean, we obviously are still going to keep working and stuff like that. Um, we got, you know, more more work ahead of us, but I think it'll be really fun. And I truly, truly, truly am excited for the community to see all of these amazing people on stage. It's a different show than they've had here in a while, maybe ever. Right. <laughs> so to have... <laughs> you know, the last time they did it, they were... Um, it was... They did Dreamgirls before here? Yeah, 30 years ago. Oh, 30 years ago, so and, all new crowd And now. Joyce <laughs> was pregnant with Nikki. <laughs> Joyce? Wait. Joyce Jones? Do you know Joyce? Nikita's mom? Yeah. Yeah, oh my God, are you kidding that's, me? That's, that's the last time 
they oh did my it. God. That's how long ago it was. We tried to get her to be a part of the show, but she had other That's commitments amazing. and life and work and stuff. But how yes, cool. that they did Dream Girls 30 years ago, before like almost all of us were born. Right, yeah. So I'm very excited to be a part of the, the history because the next, they better not take 30 years again to do it, I'll tell you that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing that I'm so happy we're doing it. And yeah, they need to do not just Dream Girls, there's got to be other shows that feature like more African American and black community. Um, I want that more here, you know? It's, I want it more everywhere. The thing about it is, it, there are shows for us, some of the shows, like the color purple, we can't get the rights to. Thanks, right. Oprah. Um, <laughs> and then some of the shows are just done over and over and over and over again, like right. Raisin in the Sun. People think Hairspray is a black show. It is not. No, Hairspray is a white show with black people yeah. who are literally called Negroes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> and there's not that many shows. There's just not that many shows for us. So that's why people are trying to make their own content such as right. myself. Yeah. But there just aren't that many shows. So that's why when we do shows, they try to um, you know, be multi-cultural with the casting, mm -hmm. but still, there's just—it's almost just like not enough. It's not. That's why we're just looking for more shows, not enough, to do and just get more people of color to come out and want to be in shows or want to see the shows because people of color don't yeah. want to see shows they don't know anything about right. or it shows no representation of them. Right. So yeah. I hope that they come out and see this show. And they want to come and see shows, period. Yeah, just come and see more. And picture how that, you know, if if, if we have more people and more black people who are coming to see these shows, they'll, they'll start to come back here more. Maybe they'll start auditioning. Maybe yeah. they'll, you know, maybe they'll be more. Um, I'm sure a lot of them are going to be like, I didn't even know the show was happening. Right. I didn't know about <laughs> auditions. I would have loved to help. I would have loved to have been in it even back. I'm just sure people are going to say that. Mm -hmm. Right. But we're going to figure it out. But um, we're going to wrap it up here. Rehearsal will be starting in a little bit. So do you have any questions that you would like to ask me? James, what do I want to ask you? Hmm. Well, I learned a lot about you listening to a couple of the other podcasts. So that's kind of cool. Did you? And I think I... I mean, like, I, lo I loved hearing like about you and Josh when you guys were first starting. Because I didn't know you until Cats. So... I don't know about your 20, what I was started your in 2011. 2011. What was, that, what was your first show? Hairspray. Hairspray. And so I you was did a it twice. Negro. Three times. Three times. <laughs> you yes. were a dancing Negro. I was just a dancing Negro back then, <laughs> and I've been seaweed twice. That is so cool. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. So that's awesome. Any other questions? I always ask people. I, I think I put it in the questionnaire. Like, if you have any questions, come questions. forth and ask, and no one hmm. does, like, ever. I feel like I have tons of questions in my head, but whenever someone asks me, you bet there's none. Right. It's They're like, gone. I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> it could be about theater. It could be about my life. Nothing. This is your chance. Do you have any pets? No. Can you, can that, you bring that's them? That's your question? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you. this has been the third degree. <laughs> that's what? your question everything. Um, I got to think. It's, it's like put me on the spot. I got to like write exactly these things down. I got to write these things down. I put, it, these the, I put down. it in the questionnaire. Okay, what's your favorite musical? And then what's your favorite play? Um, That I've seen or that I just like? That you just like. That you um, want to be in maybe. Favorite musical that I like to watch? Hmm. I don't know. Let me. But the favorite musical that I like to do as myself as a character is. Because I've done so much. I don't know. 
Um, I think that my favorite musical that best fits me is Donkey. I'll just answer that question. You really, yeah, that's perfect for you. And I think it best fits my skill set. The favorite musical that I like to watch that I can listen to over and over and over again is, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's Dreamgirls or The Wiz, but it's those two. <laughs> and um, the favorite musical that I've seen, now this one of the favorite musicals that I've seen, and I've seen The Color Purple, I've seen Hamilton. Oh, I see. But Fun Home is one of my favorite shows that you I've seen. You saw Fun Home? Yes, I did. Okay, it's about to be a conversation. I, <laughs> I, I just saw it in Pittsburgh. I was blown away at the talent in Pittsburgh, first of all, and the whole, the whole show. I was oh, left crying. Beautiful? It's beautiful. The music is beautiful. And I will say yes. the music in Caroline or Change I need to is see that. beautiful. It's, somebody's reviving it. It's beautiful. If I can see it, I'm going to see it. If I can see it, I'm going to see it. It's a beautiful show, beautiful story. But yes, Fun Home was such a beautiful show. Fun Home, that's up there for me now. The music is beautiful. And I saw it in a roundabout theater, so... Me too. I just saw it at Front Porch Theatricals in Pittsburgh, who I definitely planned to audition for because it was excellent. And the ending was just... So beautiful when she has like the version uh, of herself. Wire? I can't even. I can't even. And like, say something, Dad. Say something. I'm stop, just. Stop. Stop it. We're, we're moving I, on. We can't do oh, this. Well, let me give you my favorite. My um, I just got done doing Matilda at Easy Street, which was cool, and that was um, my favorite musical I've seen on Broadway, which I haven't seen many. Um, I haven't seen many in general, actually. Besides, I mean, the community shows I've seen too, of course. Um, but. I don't know why, but from the, the time I was young, Matilda was like one of my favorite movies. Just the yes. fact that there was a girl that was like known for like her, her brain. <laughs> I really like that idea, actually. I'm glad you, you know? said that, and I'm glad there was something out like that for kids like you. For kids, yeah. Because it's so nice. It's so important to feel like you're not a, a, alone in the universe. <laughs> yeah, because I was a super like book smart kid, and um, I loved her character. And then I saw it on Broadway, and I am continually amazed at kids on Broadway. I mean, amazing dancing. Kids in theater, period. Kids in Anywhere. theater. Kids they are so it's, pure. They're, they're so serious. I love how professional <laughs> they can be. Have you? You need to listen to my podcast with the children of. Show. I literally about to do that. Oh, I watch my. I listen to my. Funniest well. thing of the year. You're gonna listen to. I'm so, so two excited. more questions. What's okay. next for you? Do you have anything coming up with film? Any commercials coming up? Auditions? Yeah, um, a lot of auditions. I am like, I want to move to Los Angeles to pursue film and television. So. That, you know, yeah, it's expensive. That's mm -hmm. that's my biggest hurdle right now. We got expensive. a friend who tried to convince us last night. He was like, we can get a home together. I said, okay. <laughs> I hope you got a sponsor. Or <laughs> you got money ready to go? A sugar daddy. Because <laughs> we might, they might need to be sugar daddying all of us. <laughs> we just all get one. Um, I'll tell you, I would have married Rich. Trey better come on. And <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that's been on my mind because I've uh, I've always known that I love film. Um, it's always my first fave in my in TV. So uh, I started like reading and learning about the business, and I have really started to compile my own my own business. Um, you know, contacting casting directors, contacting directors, contacting agents and stuff, and keeping them me on their radar so that when I do move, I'm prepared. So that's kind of something I'm always doing is just like networking and and then for the time I'm here in Ohio, as long as I'm here, I'm can always be auditioning. And my sites right now are set on professional productions and traveling to Cleveland and Pittsburgh and auditioning like crazy so basically just a bunch of auditioning but I did just do a commercial through my agency for a guitar app which is cool it was a night like a, na a national web commercial it hasn't come out yet I don't know what's taking so long but I'm excited <laughs> like, get me out there <laughs> in my like, face yes I'm yes. trying to promote this commercial for y'all and it's not ready so um 
it was really fun. That was my first like professional commercial too. So things are happening. Come on, Grace. It's yes. just it's just a lot of work and a lot of but it's a lot of fun and I love it. Well, you gotta continue to work hard and you getting your face in there, even to an agency or production company. Even if you don't get the job, right? Your face may oh, still yeah. be in their mind. Resume oh, yeah. might still be there. That's and how like, it you works. Know what? Yeah, we don't. Where, where's that girl who aud auditioned at the last thing? Pull, pull her back yeah. up. See if she can come up. Yeah, audition people don't think about that enough. That's like so crazy how that works. It's like people go out of an audition like, oh, I really did bad. It's over. It's like, no, it's not. Like, what if you went in there and you might not have read great, but you were pleasant and they liked you and they liked you, the way you looked and they liked the way you communicated, but then maybe you just like messed up a line or something. Like, right. they're not going to forget you. Mm -mm. So you got to just really take every single thing and make the most of it, in, whether it's theater or film. And um, I just. Life. Yeah, in, in life. Life in you know general, what? baby. And I just got done at the um, the Pittsburgh Union Theater audition, and I had never been so nervous. It was a room full of 50 people, Ooh. but I already got an email back from one of them. So, like, I must have done like decent enough that they remembered me and and um it's those kind of things it's like you feel like you did awful but then you end up getting something out of it so yeah oh, you like keep life. it up well let the people know where they can find you and follow you on social media so they can keep up with the journey of jessica yay coming soon <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna write a book <laughs> um you can follow, find me on instagram at jess jornt so that's j-o-e-r-n-d-t sorry i have to spell that yes you it's do difficult. because i tried to send you an email several <laughs> times today and i i was like why do i keep getting an email back that i'm like your email is messed up it's not going through no i spelled jornt wrong three times <laughs> But no, it's okay because I'm, I'm used to it. Put the D before the N. I'm like, ah. It's the weirdest thing, guys. I have an N, a D, and a T all at the end of my last name. Like, how is anyone going to get that? Who's pronouncing that? <sighs> it's German. I'm like, Jessica Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. I always have to say Gornt Candies with a J. Jordan. Jordan. Doesn't that help? Yeah. Yes. And Facebook's oh. Jessica Jordan. Yeah. And YouTube's Jessica Jordan. I'll have the name spelled on the um, <laughs> description <laughs> so y'all can see it. Yeah. I have to do that. But thank you so much thank for being you. a guest. It I was fun. very nice talking with you. And I'm glad. What is this? Our third show? This is our, is it our third show? Or is it our second show? Cats, Poppins. Oh my gosh. That's right. Mm -hmm. We were both in that together. See, I do a great job at keeping track. You, you do. You're like my book right now. Yes. So, yes, this is our third show. I was going to say, we talked about both of them. <laughs> I forgot you were in that Jessica's show. tired, you guys. We're going to go ahead oh, and get out of here. Oh, it's been a long week. <laughs> but thank you very much for being a guest. And I'm James Major Burns with Jessica Jort. Thank you. And this is The Third Degree. Have a nice day, folks. <laughs>